saying. You say we don't protect you. You say we don't take care of our kids. You say we ain't got no jobs. You say we equivalent to fucking women and children. We don't have no civil rights. We slaughtered in the streets. Every time we go to court, we getting fucked over in court. I'm trying to understand what the fuck do y'all see the goddamn value in black men? What? How do you fucking view us? We... Black History Month, we don't have no fucking celebrations. That's along with the goddamn everything else. Valentine's Day, President's Day, fucking um, the Oscars, the All-Star Games. We ain't got shit. I'm trying to understand where in the fuck is the black man celebrating that, man? Tell me, goddammit. It's like we ain't a motherfucking thing, man. So niggas don't take care of their kids. I take care of mine and all my niggas take care of theirs. We own businesses. We own shit out here. I'm trying to understand. Where are the fuck are we celebrating, yo? It's, it's a lot of stuff going on, like, around the world. Yeah. There's a reason. Like, it, it just solidifies, like, the reason why we are so distracted. So, that much. like, they, they they really trying to pull some, some, some wild shit. Some wild shit, yeah. Oof. And I, th- I think that whole thing over in Venezuela has been over oil for, like, the last 10 years. Holy they, shit. They, they didn't give us like they didn't give us what we wanted, so we basically just been just over there. Ass, ass, assholes over the whole situation so far. Wow! And like them, they they going through it right now, so that's oh. just I was like, damn. Whoop! Fuck, man. I just I'd be at I'd be at a real loss for words. I'd be be having hella shit to say. Like I I stayed off IG. Let me stop. Okay, let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> I, 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 I got a whole show to do. Uh, um. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm your host, Monty Draper, alongside my co-host, No IGLG. And I got to stop saying alongside, especially when niggas is like 400 miles away from each other. But <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> we're, we're back doing another show. El, what's up, man? What's happening? Nah, you got it, man. You got it. We, uh, we're, we're on a roll right now. Uh, the show, I, think the show. I think we're doing all right, man. Yeah, show's kicking I'm, ass. I'm, 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 listen, I'm listening around the landscape, man. I'm listening to like, you know, other people's shit, and I think I think our shit is pretty fly. You know, got 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 my ear to the street, and we got we get niggas the fuck out of here. We putting pressure on niggas. Got to step this shit up, man. Plus, I'm a little angry though. <laughs> like, like people are, people at the top are very angry right now. I think yeah. that's what we got on the people right now. I don't think we're I don't think we're that angry. Right, that's we we got it. We got a cool flow. We got a cool like we kind of we're in we're locked in nonetheless, and our base is locked in with us, so we get to kind of do what we do. But I think I just think we got a good balance of like like whatever we need to get off, and it's I don't know. We just we're doing we're doing a great job. So nigga, ain't nobody nobody else gonna tell you, big dog. Appreciate you, man. Well, definitely, man. It's always love. Um, we we were just talking before the show and. Trying to figure out what to do with all the madness that's happening in the world, and 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 where to, where to properly, you know, put it in terms of like perspective and like and like dealing and shit. And it's just not there's not much to to say, you know. Um, like you you want to send prayers and love out to families and shit, but it, we I feel like we do that at least every other week with some tragedy, and it it never it never feels like enough. Um, and especially when it when the when the attacks when the attacks are on particular groups of people, right? You know, um, and and for us as black black American males, it puts us in a in a real compromising place. And I and and, and I hope people people hear this thought out before casting judgment, but it puts us in a real compromising place when we're leading with love and empathy and 
it's never quite reciprocated for 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 us you know and, yeah. but that, but that should that 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 we can't we can't allow that to matter right now because our our fellow brothers and sisters um or they fuck all that fuck all that pc shit cuz that's where i was going and I, and I and i gotta stop that uh yeah no i mean yeah. i think i think in in leadership though like that's just that just comes with it and i yeah. think we're just naturally born that way yeah uh so i i don't think we really we really care or pay attention too much to what's reciprocated huh. you know what i mean like if we cared about what shit that's reciprocated, then nigga, we we obviously be like we'd be a, we'd be a normal. Give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? It, so absolutely. That's uh, not that's not within our in our genes right now. So absolutely. Um. Well. Okay. Well, with that, love, with, love a win. I think love a win. Yeah. Over. Over. That was uh. Was that fr- Was that Friday? Or yeah, that was Friday. Um. A, ma- a mass mass shooting took place in New Zealand. Where the death toll is now at fifty, um, a, a gunman entered a entered a mosque, and the saddest part, I couldn't, I I personally couldn't watch the video. I don't know if you did. That he, he, he wore a body cam. It was, and it was live. It's been taken down most of everywhere, and, and several publications have decided not to show it. But the ones that did, and of course, a few people got their hands on it and ripped it down. So I actually didn't see it on a on a platform. It was. It was text to me, and I and I opened it without without any context, not knowing what it was. And the first thing you hear is "peace, brother," like before he before he takes someone's life. And it was the most heartbreaking shit. Like I like I again, I don't know if we talked about it, but the reason I've been off Twitter is I was I was on there one day and completely felt violated, like going from from video video to video, feeling like I had no control, like I was completely vulnerable. And watching somebody be murdered, and I just didn't want to see that shit. Um, mm. And so, sim- similar situation in a group in a group thread that's usually pretty like light and friendly. Um, a video gets dropped in there, and so I'm thinking it's some light and friendly shit. And and no, no, it's not. And um, it was it was actually sent by a friend um, whose whose family practices Muslim faith. And so uh. that so just to put it in perspective, and so it was like, holy shit man and, and you know as all the reports come out you read and stuff and then you you realize like how extremely irresponsible some of the not some of the coverage a lot of the coverage in and around the muslim faith and the muslim community has been for the last what you say 20 years 20 plus years um and when, whether and how people are trying to categorize it, how people are trying to explain it, how the how the gunman himself is being covered. Uh, what's that fucker's name? Uh, Brendan something. Uh, do you know you know his name by heart? G. Uh, no, I can't. Tell no, you. I, I and because it it how do you, how do you how do you make it about how do you make it about him? You know, it there's this there's this, his, his manifesto was released, and I tried to read some of that, and it all felt real scattered and 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 it felt like what you would think it would be about in terms of like the like how we engage and how we interact and how how news and information is fed to us right so there's a lot of holes in it there's a lot of there's a lot of one-sidedness there's a lot of ignorance there's a lot of misguided information and shit that eventually leads to somebody doing something so so fucking cowardice Mm. is going into a mosque where people are where people are practicing their faith are completely at peace 
So we talking about people that aren't that <laughs> excuse me, that are completely that completely aren't expecting no shit like that. Those those are that's the place that's some coward shit. You know what I'm saying? Where these people these people are they like the the, the man said, peace, brother. Like mm-hmm. like peace peace, brother, was was the type of time you own. So it didn't it didn't matter what you look like. And even that wasn't enough to stop to stop you in your tracks, you cowardice piece of shit. Like that 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 made me sick, yo. Like it, it just did. And mm-hmm. and for some reason that image took me back to the Dylan Roof shit when he walked into that church. Where like anybody that's been to a black church, especially on an off day, is it's predominantly women in there on an off day. Yeah. So that's even some more cowardice shit. You know what I'm saying? Like and so like and and so we talk a lot about mental health and 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 um and shit like that. And so where where I've had to struggle with my empathy is that a lot of not a lot. That's not fair. Some of the encounters that I've had with people that have been that have been clinically diagnosed with some sort of chemical imbalance, um, mental health diagnosis, right? Their their outbreaks and outlashes happen in happen in spaces where um, they're the they're the they're the posing dominating figure. So naturally, my mind is gone to yo. It feels. It feels like that's only happening in particular spaces, and it and it feels like it's casting a weird, a weird shadow on people who actually suffer from mental health disorders. To wow. just put that on somebody, especially when your shit only activates in a space where you're the dominating figure. That shit, bo- that shit bothers me, man. Because I know I know people who actually suffer from some mental health issues, and their shit happens all the time, no matter who you are. Like that's how I know. That's a, that's sort of how I gauge is like, oh. Oh, fam, fam is suffering from a chemical imbalance because this nigga's lashing out when it's it's bigger niggas around. You know what I'm saying? But this, this, this happens. You go to you go to a mosque where people are praying and practicing their faith, and ain't on that type of time, and you take fifty people's lives, my nigga, and write a manifesto like that's some heroic shit. If you don't get the what? Yeah, they it, it doesn't add up at all. At all. And in the way they cover it, G, like I'm, so I'm, I'm sorry. I, go ahead, man. I, my bad, because I this shit just it just it set it set me off in a in a crazy ass way to the point to where I was watching people write some really interesting thoughts, G, and I I had nothing. I was just I was so I I had I had nothing, fam. Like I I wanted to say something so bad, but I'm. I'm tired of like, hey man, sending love and prayers. Fifty people were just murdered. Yeah, and it and it's in a continuous attack on a particular group of people. Shit, if shit, if we can't relate, like that shit, it's just it's it's heartbreaking and shit. And I don't want to keep saying, "Hey, I'm sending love and prayers to you and yours," because this don't feel like no you and yours shit. This feels like an us thing. Yeah, I mean, so far, so far on on this topic, has it been released that it's a uh, like it's an act of terror? No, and it won't be. The the, okay. the proper the like Huff Post and people like that are saying, hey yo, this is an act of terrorism. But CNN ain't saying that shit. CSNBC no. is not aren't aren't saying it. Fox isn't saying it. Like they like they should be, because it's a single gunman. But this is an act of this isn't this is a terrorist. This is this is a terrorist attack. And if it were anybody else, it would be covered as such. It's not. It's like it's not, there's no way to dig dance around that now. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I this is a this is a tough subject for me just because it's been it's it's consistent. It, it it's become more and more consistent over like the last few years. Like it's it's popping up more often. Uh, hate, hate is being sold at an all time high. Huh. Um, and uh, you're almost like a sitting goose when it comes to a lot of these things because of the amount of uh, the amount of terror that you would say that takes place nowadays that has been shown over and over again that kind of creates a certain level of numbness. I can ask the question on why that is. Um, why are they trying to numb you to it? What huh. is the what is the the end all goal? Like huh. what is what is your next plan? Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't seem so much like this would be like conspiracy type shit, but it doesn't seem as if it is the things that take place the reason why it's swept underneath the rug or thought of as being not not all that important because it when you think of something that's mass it kind of takes a lot of the almost off of the actual thing that took place huh. if it was Expl- like explain explain that further g i i that that's a that's a that's such an interesting point can you talk about that some more yeah because i don't think i don't think when people hear mass they think that it is that all that big of a deal anymore huh. I, I think it's becoming it's becoming the norm for mass things to take place but in a way where it doesn't happen often enough like yeah. it, it's not like it's happening every single day yeah but it is seeming like it's happening you know a few times a year and it's ramping up and I don't think it's I, I think there is the the way in which it's taking place and the way in which it's being covered there's uh, it's human nature to for it to kind of start to fall on a deaf ear a deaf toll of a certain amount not registering on the same scale as if it was say a person hmm. a, a specific person uh, four, four or five people you know I, I think when you start listening when you start seeing or hearing about mass uh, things that take place it it Unfortunately, it's it's getting to a place of it's it's getting to a place where it's it's going to not register the same as it would have registered before uh, social media age, I would say. Yeah, and that's a um, that's a weird space, especially with the with with who we have in charge right now. Like, you have to continue to be outraged by things, and you have to continue to voice it and. Uh, come to those causes on like trying to find a solution because there's a reason why this thing is ramping up and there's a reason why it's being covered the way it is being covered yeah. and why it's not um, it's it's trying it's trying to create a, a kind of normalistic feel to it for the public. Yeah, there's a reason why all of that comes together. Yeah. Like it it will come together for a, a specific reason, but there's a reason why, and I I don't really want to talk too much about that right huh. now because it's, it's too conspiracy for for her or for this pod at least man the and and then and just just all all the same in brazil g uh two two kids two kids take out 10 people at injure 17 and and um the in the in the in the and this is in brazil mind you where like 
some something crazy like Brazil, Brazil, Brazil got some shit going on for real for real. Where it's a hey, different type Bra- of time. Bra- Brazil, Brazil got uh got machete got machete murders. So yeah, sh- so, should be should be taking place. So we talk we <laughs> like, talking so gee we talking yeah we talking that, upwards. That, that's that's your that's your weapon of choice in Brazil is machete. So gee oh, how they gee, Brazil talking about sixty four thousand uh, homicides in a year, dog. That's wild. What? I I read that ten times like yo that can't be right. That like, number is next. Like I read I read something wrong. You know what I'm saying? And it's like no, nah, that was right. And then like forty thousand of them were gun deaths. It's like wait, can we go back to the to the sixty to the six to the sixty four thousand number you just told me? Yeah. Huh? No, it'd be, it be going it be going down. Like when it don't don't let it get dark outside. Oh <laughs> man, and and going down. And so. Back back to the to the shit in New Zealand, and and the fear and the ignorance that's been perpetuated in and around the Muslim faith, man. It you know what it took me back to, G? Because I, to be honest, I didn't get on my Bill Maher shit until I found out like how into it you were. Like I was, I would watch and I had the podcast, but I wouldn't, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a every weekend type of tune in. Nigga, but then I realized like, yo, this is a dope way to consume, to consume news because it's deba- it, it it sparks debate. It's intellectual for the most part. It's respectful. It gets out of hand sometimes. It's informative, and then there's some entertainment value, right? And um, right. and the same with like a Joe Rogan and shit. But at the core, both both Bill Maher and Joe Rogan, with the, the the space that they sort of occupy in pop culture and and, and information and the platforms and the followings that they both have. I realized both of them niggas be on some bullshit type of time too when they're co- covering the mu- the Muslim faith. Oh yeah, for sure. And Definitely. it and it and it bothered me, yo, because it's just like, yo, y'all got y'all have too big of a following to be that ignorant and to and to be and to be that reckless. Because it's dumb motherfuckers out here that are that are that are running up in the mosque. Now, so now, so now, how do how do people of the Muslim faith not practice not practice and and have and because it's it's the, like. It, you, you, they they operate in a real faith based space where it ain't both it ain't it ain't armed forces outside of their mosque and shit. So now are they wrong to have armed forces surrounding their building to protect them while they trying to be in a state of peace? Like it, it it's just, just it's just never ending battle that that the ugliness and evil sort of perpetuates and has everybody on on some fear type of shit, you know. And and for the life of me, I want to I want. I want to point the finger. I want somebody to answer for it. But even that doesn't feel like the the, the right means, you know, because it, it feel at the end. And I guess what I wrote in the notes was like, yo, at the end of the day, we're all we're all guilty for this shit. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're approaching we're approaching the space where we're at, we're going to be at a, um, a international point where we have to protect ourselves at all times. Like we're approaching, we're we're approaching that space, that mentality at least. Yeah. And whether it's legal or not, or if it's morally correct, ethically correct, whatever you might think, we're kind of approaching like the space of we got to take care of our own, you know, we have to take care of our our spaces that we that we cherish, that we need. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we're kind of like it's it's not. It's not registering to people who are making the making the decisions. Like it's not registering that this is like 
a crisis. You no. know what I mean? Like it's not, and that and that part's unfortunate. Now, I'm pretty sure we we do. I'm pretty sure we have folks that are that are in the front lines that are doing the work. So I, I can't I can't say anything about everybody, but I'm talking about like what 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 would you do? You know what I'm saying? Like in a situation where your family your family is at risk, what would you do to protect your family? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're kind of, we're kind of approaching and, and, and what would, what would be the risk and reward on that? You know what I mean? Like is, is the risk for you to have, is the risk for you to have to go to jail? Is the risk for you to die? Is the risk for whatever? Is it risk for like, is, is that, um, is that on the opposite spectrum of say, your family not making it yeah you know what i mean like what is what is the balance here because we gotta we gotta get to that point we gotta figure out you know what's best for ourselves and then also you know how to push push a positive voice but that's not how right now the infused folks that's not how they're moving you know what i mean like you kind of gotta meet a lot of that with similar energy and it's not that's probably not the that's probably not a popular way if you're trying to trying to move positively but a lot of positive a lot of positive uh movements had to start with a little bit of this with with some anguish no it's and that's the realest shit so i know i started off by saying yo i'm tired of saying love and prayers to those families but it still has to be said it has to be said and 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 the on, the only part that I struggle with it the most is going hey to my brothers and sisters of the Muslim faith because it, it 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 causes this divide and I just want to send love like actual love to our fellow brothers and sisters that are suffering and hurting right now that pain ain't gonna, it ain't gonna ever go away it's not you know and I just I I my my hope is that somehow some way they're able to, to, to find some sort of peace on this earth. Cause it, it just, you know, nigga, you know, from dealing with loss, man, that shit don't, it shit don't, it takes so long for it to even get remotely easy to breathe easier. You know, it, so you just I never know what to say. Yeah, that's real. It just, the, 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 the way out is go, yo, sending loves and prayers. It's like, man, I, I just want to just want to hug on them and be there for them. So this, this really, this, uh, this really dope, um, journalists of of the muslim faith wrote an incredible art article um i don't know i forgot where it got posted at though just how if you if you are feeling as such how you can help and there's 10 there's like 10 basic steps that 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 they posted in there of how you could actually help if you if you are feeling so if you are feeling moved and uh, and i'll be sure to share that in the description of the pod this week man um Cause that shit just it just rocked me to the core, yo. Just cause it's like I, the the amount of evil, evil that's operating out here, and now that it has a platform with social media, um, and that's a good way to sort of slide into our next topic. One of the topics that I had was uh, that I I know you did, I know you didn't recognize it because you don't be on social media like that, G. But there's a there was an eight hour shutdown of both Instagram, Facebook, oh fuck, and WhatsApp because they're oh, all they're did, all the same company, by the way. Did, did folks lose their mind? Gee, people lost their shit because it was eight hours, <laughs> thirty minutes maybe. Let's go, let's go. I'll give you an hour and a half. I'll give you two hours, nigga. That shit was shut down for eight hours, yo. I wonder if that put any perspective on people who have catered, have have, have like kind of curated their entire lives around the internet. It, hey, it should have, but it didn't. 
Because the second it was back up, nigga, like the running joke was like, damn, life was life was crazy. How we missed you, Instagram. was like, niggas don't know how to fully exist in the world. And for a second, I was like, damn, what's wrong with the phone? Because I was, I was like right in the midst of trying to share, trying to share something. Then when it went down, I was like, yo, it was lit. Like I, I did hellish. I got hella shit done that day. And it, it it held up a mirror for me when I was real, like realize how realizing how much time I spend on the phone too, you know, like I had to, I had to fully look at myself like, damn, yo, you was you was going through it not being able to post. Like the first the first two hours I ain't gonna front were, were hard as shit. <laughs> then after that I was like, ah, oh well. But it was <laughs> it was eight hours and no one's talking about it. And the most the most revealing thing about that, like it being that long was realizing how much money is generated between those two apps and how much of the ad revenue is wrapped up in those two apps too. Um, and I don't know how many, I don't know how many people know it, man, but that's where the money is. Like when we talk about entertainment, you talk about politics, anything, it, all the money is wrapped up in ad revenue. Well, that's the, the, the cold, the cold thing is, is that, uh, Facebook, uh, or bought I- IG yeah. for a billion, and then they bought WhatsApp for nineteen billion. Yeah. Uh, so as Facebook shows down or does whatever, if they need to do like a, a quick case study, they got control over of everything. Everybody. And that's and that's <laughs> what that's what that shit felt like. It felt like a real big world case study, and no one's thinking of it like that. But and because they gave a bullshit disclaimer, like, hey, yo, we were switching servers. Come on, Zuckerberg. You got to do better than that, fam. Like, you can't just tell me you were switching servers when I know, I know, I know you're not a proponent for no eight-hour shutdown. There's no, there's no way. There's no way that was acceptable on anybody's part. An eight-hour shutdown in your companies, it felt, it felt like some guinea pig shit, and niggas was mad helpless. <laughs> and so now, now you're moving into space like, yo, so th- is this nigga, is this nigga, oh, does he control the world now if you think about the ad dollars being wrapped up into said shutdown if you think about the media being wrapped up in said shutdown man what no news being shared not the way not the way we consume news now at least i mean like you could, if you if you're still watching tv and shit then cool you got the news but the niggas that don't watch tv what nobody get nothing for eight hours at all no nah, that's real that shit was terrifying to like think about in hindsight and then and then for and then to pop up and have the mass shooting be on fucking live feed and 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 they do a million and a half views on Facebook in no time. That's crazy, yo. <laughs> yeah, they. That hey man, that, what 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 can I, I don't know? What can I say about this one, man? What can you, know, you what can you, you know, say? You know, this, you know, this one is not my realm whatsoever. Yeah. You, like, I, you sitting back I, like, nigga, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I I personally don't like. I, I personally don't get like the connection. I mean, I get I get the money aspect of it, like how much you can make off of it and all that, but I don't get like the the connecting with it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I, I get that your money's connected to it, but yeah. I don't get your emotional connection to Absolutely. it. Absolutely, like, that, that part I'm not catching. But you know, I can understand like how money and emotions can kind of intertwine with each other. So it is what it is. Maybe, but now, now you you pose you pose an even larger question. Now is like how we how the majority of people that do sort of frequent it and, and our our patrons are their livelihood is completely wrapped up into this curated form of of their life. You know, it's the it's the Sims for all better, lack of a better terms. Like I didn't fuck with the Sims, but my sisters did, and it was it it always bugged me out like building worlds and like all, like alt realities and shit. 
and mm-hmm. this is just the this is just Sims. Like you can post what you want to post, you can edit the shit the way you want to edit it, the caption or whatever. You can you can you can sort of you can sort of uh, manipulate how it, how people engage with it and shit. It's it's quite fascinating. So when it's taken away, and you see how many people, even people that that knew life prior to social media, like how hard it is for them to sort of just cope, you know, and just and just be. Bro, you know, like those uh, those videos that they had where like the girlfriend would. Uh, take the take the guy's uh, controller or his entire oh, video game. Oh my gosh, those videos are hilarious, bro! And put that shit in the bathtub or some shit or oh. water over it. And they and they just got done like knocking down like a whole series or whatever <laughs> the hell they do on the video game. <laughs> like I can I can imagine that being what this was like for people who got like a crazy amount of followers that, that conduct all of their business. Like. They complete. They had. They had a complete fit. Nigga, why was that exactly what it, what it was like? That's the perfect analogy. Like, where is my world at that I've created? It's yep. gone. It's gone. Like the. Uh, have you seen Have you seen the movie Upgrade? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, you gotta watch it. It's actually pretty damn good. Uh, but it's the movie when they uh, when the guy uh, he becomes paralyzed. I think in a shooting or something. They kill his girlfriend, but they 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 implanted this um, this machine into his neck that um, took away his paralysis, and like it started talking to him, so he could do things uh, that he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to do. He could just ask the bot to do it for him, and then he'll be doing hella shit. So he he got all his limbs back basically. Oh wow! But the. Uh, what I was thinking about this is because there was a part there was a part in this movie where the uh, robot was actually talking to him to um, to try to make sure that the creator of the bots uh, could not shut him down at any at any point. So he took him to like this underground spot to uh, have a hacker break into the system so that now the person that's controlling the bot can all the controller so the so the bot can now control the human being and take over. Holy shit! So uh, inside of that area, though, they were showing people who were cooked up to uh to uh virtual reality like the like the, the the headsets and he asked them he's like oh so they don't even know i'm here or whatever like how long have they been in this virtual reality and it was like uh weeks sometimes months uh sometimes years like they do, they just continue on like they don't they they think of what's inside of there is more realistic than what's on the outside now yeah and that's kind of like where i feel like this is at like i feel like People can't distinguish between the two. They actually think that what's online is actually the life now. Like that, that is life. That is and life. Yeah. On the outside, is no longer what it is all is all cranked up to be. You know what I'm saying? So that's a you know, that's just something to think about. That's just a interesting take. Well, you so this this may be the perfect way to to, to alley oop into this. Then if if niggas are fully confusing. <laughs> real life for what's happening on social media doesn't that sort of double down and make the whole Jay Prince exchange really confusing then hmm and I say that to Some say, more. I say that to say so for those who don't know who Jay Prince is uh, I just I just assume you're not a not a not a not an avid hip-hop fan because it's say it's safe to say and I don't I don't feel crazy for saying it that Southern rap isn't what it is without Jay Prince, and more more importantly, the independent part of rap music isn't what it is without Jay Prince. Uh, the co the CEO and founder 
of Rap a Lot Records. So you talk with that. We're talking about Mike Dean, who's one of the leading producers of sound right now. When you go from Kanye West, Travis Scott, and all that 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 entire sound is sort of one person, Mike Dean, if you will. Um, and then Scarface, Ghetto Boys, Bam. That's one. That's one. You know, and and the, and the lineage just goes so far. When we talk about Rap a Lot Records, even all the way, even even Drake, like there's there's no Drake without Rap a Lot. I'm about to say Drake Drake's OG. Yeah, you know, so, um, with the with the whoever didn't see it, the the one of the YBN kids, YBN J, was what's his name? I don't y, know. YBN YBN J. Them names be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, a sentence of a name, but whatever. But he was he was jump shopping in in New York and. Uh, and so the vi- video went viral, of course, because we love we love some we love some nigga shit, and, and the video went viral, and the, and the young man was like assaulted. He was he was hurt pretty bad. His face was sliced open. They took his chains, took his shoes, and all the shit, and then you know, but the, the internet thrived and and shared that, and it went around. And Jay Prince being being financially invested in the YBN, this this particular kid from YBN, um, made it made a statement on Instagram. Which is where, which is where it all gets weird for me. Um, somebody, because I've, I've been so. Let me let me preface that by saying, I've been struggling with watching some OGs that I really really respect sit down with Vlad biweekly. Like some of some of Vlad's reoccurring guests are like OGs in in rap that I really really respect, and I ha- I'm having a hard time making peace with them talking to a nigga that is single handedly brought down quite a few people. Uh-huh. And and there and the way they sort of make peace with it is go yo statue of limitations I can really talk about this, and it's just confusing to me because there's been this sort of code perpetuated since the beginning of time that seems to only that seems to only exist with like black people like nobody else really suffers from that. Um, right. When we're talking about the no 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 stitching clause, like all 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 these motherfucking uh, Italian mobsters that niggas look up to, all them niggas told at some point. Oh, every, they get it. They get it up. Every single one of them ratted at some point. Watching the shit go down with El Chapo and all of the Mex, all that, all that Mexican cartel shit. All of them niggas are telling right now, and no one's saying there's gonna be a movie about all of them, and it ain't gonna be shit. Like it's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be some narco shit, and we're gonna watch it and rave about how good it is, and it's gonna happen. What us is what us is a little different though. Um, it doesn't seem to go as well. So with that be with that knowledge in hand. J Prince taking to IG to make what was an actual G statement just on the internet reads different. If that happens in a conversation, I'm completely fine with it. If it happens with the phone call, I'm rolling. But for some reason, the text by itself in a caption reads really odd. Mm -hmm. And my brain couldn't get past that. So then when my son, uh, Peter Guns, all these New York niggas that he that he tagged, specifically people from the Bronx, when they respond and they respond in a real disrespectful way, um, I, be, I think Charlemagne was the first one to say is like, "Yo, I don't want to see this because these kids are disrespectful and they're gonna respond with a suck my dick." And sure as shit, endless amount of New York kids that frequent IG responded with an SMD to the Almighty J Prince, who whose royalty. Hip hop royalty for me personally, as a as a as a kid raised in hip hop, and it was just hard. It was hard to watch. It was like it's like, damn, does he not know how disrespectful these kids are? 
Like that's that's where that's sort of where I'm operating from. I'm not mad at what he said. I'm just mad at where it was said at because there's no there's no law. There's no rules on the internet at all. Even I don't, for, even for somebody yeah. that even for somebody that's like Jay Prince, G. I don't know. What do you think? I think I think he would admit that he made a slight mistake on that. Okay. I think, okay. I, I think if you if you look back at it, he would probably say that he made a mistake because he was probably thinking in this in the in the space that he was in. I don't know if he had a chance to if it, I don't know if he reached out and didn't receive a reply or if he just felt like this was a way to talk to more people at once just with how today's day how today's day and age is. Maybe that's how he thought about it. I don't know. Um, just to get the conversation going, I don't think he thought. I don't think he thought about, and this can happen a lot with people who are older, would think about like how big the internet actually is. Like how many people actually have eyes on it on a day-to-day basis. How many people just troll just to troll? How many people clout chase just to clout chase? Like all the different parameters of it is still ongoing. And I think only Youngblood will really know how that goes yeah because they don't think about that like they don't think about anything but how to get on so therefore none of that stuff is foul in their age that's not what it is but for the ogs yes and people who are aware of the situation and aware and from a certain age up i would say uh would understand that probably um on just like how how wild that was, like how wild the response was on that yeah but i don't think him as an individual really thought about the how large that area is like the internet is big bro like and it's undefeated and that shit does not give a shit about who the hell you are don't give a fuck about what, what you've what done you, yeah. what you've done that like nobody has to really put a name or you don't really like you can be talking to people from all over and they you'll never see their ass and that's the reason why they feel so empowered to say what they yeah. say and that's just what this situation was so it kind of it it, it it probably didn't come across the correct way but uh I felt what he was saying. I mean, what he was he saying was—he didn't say anything wrong at all, in my in my opinion. From where I sit, he didn't say anything wrong. Um, but again, it did read it did read different, you know. And I don't know I don't know what that is mentally, or just just in terms of processing information that allows certain people to process shit different. I think it's just I think it's just part of the thing we have to accept as humans that yo we can we can be given that that's why the reading comprehension tests in school were always so funny because we all get the same passage and then how we interpret it it would be completely different from from person to person mm-hmm. um and so twitter and social media in general is all one big reading hop- comprehension thing is like fuck man people get different shit from different passages and from different tweets and from different captions and shit you know and so i fully walked away from that caption like Yo, man, he's got a point, but he's about to get. It's just about to get sick because people are gonna say some foul shit. Just yeah, and also, and also, how it was said, like that's something that you can take. You could tell somebody like face to face or yeah. in per- in person or over the phone. Yeah, and that and that will register a little bit differently because there's no like unks like of people on the on the outside listening in or seeing it gassing them up. Yeah. yeah, that's another aspect of it where it's kind of hard to be like to publicly threaten or punk somebody. Huh. And that's how that's kind of how the words come across. Yeah. That wasn't exactly I don't know, I don't know, it probably was, but it it, it was also a lot of passion behind it, of course because he's invested. Yeah. But the words how they come across on a page with all outside eyes looking in, they want to see what the responses are. The responses can be 
All right, all right, fam. We'll look into it. Or you know, like anything that's like seems like Jay Prince just punked the fuck out of you without knowing much about Jay Prince. You know what I'm saying? From the outside eye, they just look at it. This is just a bunch of folks listening, looking in, just thinking like, "Hey, you that 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 could fuck up your career." Huh? You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you supposedly moved a certain way this entire time, and then somebody somebody outside says something to you, regardless of what their background is, everybody doesn't know everything. Yeah. So just how it reads online, it kind of it, th- it throws off that, that rumor a little bit, like it just throws it off a little bit where people, you know, they kind of judge you a little bit differently. And it's kind of messed up when you start getting hella random ass people judging you and they don't know shit about anything in the situation. And that shit catches fire more than what the actual situation, situation was. That, like that kind of that, that throws it off, too. Well, so, no, nah, you got a you got a valid ass point. Social media is just becoming this weird ass place to see social experiments where you get to sort of gauge shit in like real time, right? And so, one of the one of the greatest depictions of that on a on a lighter, maybe not, maybe actually, I'm gonna take that back because maybe it wasn't light and funny for some people, but depending on where you stand, the shit was hilarious just because you got to see it unfold. Was that exchange with Dave Chappelle and Daniel Caesar, my nigga? Like that shit was priceless, bro. That shit was great. John, so for those that don't know, fucking John Mayer has a live stream show, of course, and of course he does. Like everybody is in this space of just figuring out how to leverage them, you know? And bro, so it's like, bro, I want to say the funniest <laughs> shit, the funniest shit to this day, besides this part right here, because because I, you know, I, you know how much I respect Dave Chappelle, like. The shit that he says, bro, is hilarious as fuck to me because there's a lot of there's a lot of thought and stuff that goes into what he says, but also when he just randomly says some shit, it's just just funny, bro. Like funny. you can't really hold that against Dave. Like he's not really like you know he's just he's just being a comedian. But uh, the fact that uh, set the wait set the set the premise set the premise before you before you go into you because you got you have a really great point. So please set the premise before you before you. Before. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do the day part. This is gonna be a whole other. This, this oh, okay, is, okay. This okay. is a side comment to this. Okay, okay. But I'm finding it hilarious that you know people that are basically quote unquote on top of uh, of this game, you would say, like that has the most view, the most viewership, and also the most like uh, uh, I don't know, I, I, well, the get the get the, the most attention in this space, you would say, are so threatened by all these other people coming up with content as 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 if as if content is something that can be kept like i think i think you're kind of losing out on like how many people are actually a part of this world that you have so many different spaces that content can live within as long as it's continue to be added to the content bag you know what i'm saying so i'm kind of confused on that part where it's kind of like a cap on who can do content you know, like John Mayer has a show. Okay, cool. John Mayer has a lot of fans, so therefore, it's whatever way he can connect, continuously connect with those fans, then perfect. Just like do it's not, it, yeah. yeah, just go ahead and do it, and we'll just see what comes out of it. Whatever, cool. Yeah. The fact that Will Smith is now into the content game. Will Smith has been the leader of content before content was actually a thing. Exactly. Like, that if anybody needs to do content is Will Smith. So the idea that there is not enough content area because you're creative and they're and they're trying to act trying to jump i feel, I feel like you're talking about somebody specific and you're not gonna say it so can i say it oh man go for it man <laughs> you, 
<laughs> you have a good time with it. Go for it. Man. I'm sorry. I just can't. Cause, uh, and I only want to say it, G, because you... See, that's why I know we family. Because I heard that shit and felt the same fucking way. Bro, I was lost, buddy. I was like, huh? Joe Joe is officially the biggest fucking hater operating in the... Like, he, Joe just Trump skipped Bayless for me, dog. Bro, that's that's see that that's the moments when I gotta cut it off. I'm just like, bro, like you, gotta, I, you have to I, you gotta, I, gotta I turn this shit, but bro, I gotta cut this shit off because I don't I don't understand. It's it, it it wouldn't be so bad if if his if the success of his show wasn't wrapped up in his Drake rant, which nobody's gonna bring up. And it's a great show. It was a great show before the Drake rant. Niggas was just late to it. Okay, cool. But then it also wouldn't be it also wouldn't be such bullshit from Joe from Joe specifically because this this isn't directed at Rory, uh, Mall or Parks. This is for Joe his his arrogance for how the shit unfolded with Peter with Peter Rosenberg. Like regardless of how niggas feel about Pete, Pete is a fucking OG in his podcast shit. Like like literally, dog. My freshman year uh, in college, I was listening to Juan Epp as a podcast. We talking about 2007, my nigga. It's 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 2019. Mm. So the disrespect, like so for so for him for his show to be successful, for his show to, to do as many numbers as they're doing, congratulations, my nigga. But it says a lot about you as as just an individual. How much hate is in your heart, and how much bitterness is in your heart when nigga, it's free. It's a free for all. One of the dumbest things people is and for all the creators out there because I meet so many of y'all that go. Oh man, I probably can't do that because such and such did it already. Fuck that. Yours probably gonna be better, or, or at the very least, it's gonna be different because it's you. Insert you and get a different result. Don't do some. Don't not do something because somebody already did the shit. Just this is this it. is the ultimate landscape to be able to do that. The like, ultimate. It's you, the wild. You don't want to take advantage of that, bro. Like, just do it. Yeah, man. It's 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 such a, it's such a shitty way of thinking, and to have that shit perpetuated on one of the biggest shows, the platforms is it's so it's it's so irresponsible. But like, I don't. But the thing is, but that just comes back. That just comes back to I don't think people really understand how many people. Uh, what are we at? What eight eight billion? I was nine billion now. Like I don't think I don't think people understand like how many people that is. No, no, G. Like, the, that it would be it would be one thing if people didn't understand how many people that is. But Joe understands how many people that is. He just comes from the school of 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 the rap game where them old niggas didn't help no didn't put nobody on like that. And so and and there's a there's a there's a whole this we're gonna go on a tangent. We're gonna, I promise we're gonna come back to the Dave Chappelle shit. But yeah. fucking did you see Kodak? On his live stream, you probably didn't see it, but Kodak was on his live stream talking about sticky fingers. But the way he starts it is the funniest shit ever. He's like, "Yo, I just didn't like his old nigga energy, basically, because I don't like old people like that." And, I, and, I, and that shit was so funny to me. But how I interpreted that was just like, "Yo, there's a there's a particular old nigga from that realm that didn't do nothing to put nobody on." And carries this bitterness in his heart when it's not paid for it, or they can't really maneuver in the space. And I'm not saying I'm not. I'll be the last one to say that about Joe, because I'm I'm still a like I still stand by Joe's one of the greatest rappers ever. That's just how I feel. But there's this weird ass energy where it can only be one, and that shit has to die, my nigga. Like that's it's just not true. It's it's never it's never been true. And actually, if you spawn some other fly shit based on your family tree, your shit lives way longer. Like that's that like I.E. Rockefeller. Like look at everything them niggas have done, and no matter what how many niggas feel about Dame, we wouldn't have none of them niggas without without insert Dame. 
And so it just al- it allows you to do so much more and allows your legacy to go so much further when you're not on no hate and shit and, you, and, you, and you're in the business of putting niggas on and spreading the wealth and sharing the information. And that's not to say that Joe isn't doing that because I know he's doing that in his own realm. But when he gets to talking about certain other successful people, you get to sort of see where he stands and maybe he's doing that for the entertainment cool if that's the case but it's all too consistent on that show where it just sounds like some pure hating shit why is will smith getting into the nigga why do you think nigga look at how successful the shit has been duh nigga do just do sheer math why wouldn't he why the fuck wouldn't john mayer have a live streaming show dog because he don't have to deal with no bullshit labels and no entities he can go direct to consumer we saw louis louis ck completely cut out the networks and shit dog and shot a tv show out of pocket and sold it on his website directly to the people that follow him it's a bag in going directly to your market and that's what i was telling some friends in the car this morning was like yo the shit's gonna reset itself all the niggas that are making general art are going to die make shit specifically for you for your base and watch how much successful you are and watch how of a longer how much of a longer stay you have Stop casting a general net for your creativity because there's no there's no longevity in it. There's some getting on right now, but nigga, the more you dial it in and get specific and work on you and nurture your f- fan base, my dog, and grow in my G and grow that, man. Watch how watch how much further and how much of a longer stay you have. You know? Tries, man. That's it. Oh, what? And we we went on a tangent. Can we go back to fucking Daniel Caesar and them? Brothers? We we can, but that should just have to be said, bro. Like, it did. That, it that did. Shit, that's just nonsense to me. But go ahead, it, man. It did. Um, I never, I never understand that way of thinking. But go ahead. Uh, John Mayer's live. He he has a live show on his IG, which is brilliant. And he and he has Daniel Caesar on as a guest, and he has Dave, he has Daniel Caesar on as a musical guest, and then he has <laughs> he has Dave Chappelle on as like the the, the co-host for the week, right? And Dave is and Dave is just Dave, and they're and they're clearly high. They clearly been drinking and shit, and. He goes, yo, the musical guest, Daniel Caesar, who's very gay. And it and I meet I immediately laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I but I was I was taken back to the days of watching the Chappelle show and it's like, damn, there's a generation of kids now that didn't even get to fuck watch Chappelle show in real time. And so right. like that's that last wave of not being offended by by racism. Yeah, and also sexuality. you won't be, be able to get that off. Yeah. Like the, the Chappelle show could not come out today, like and because people go, people go, all oh, living color couldn't come out today. No, nigga, I'm talking about something as recent as the Chappelle show could not come out today because of ho- like, like the like how much homophobia has been turned up, trans, anything, nigga, like like is I'm I'm just like whoa, like the the amount of the amount of racist racism content that was in the Chappelle show. It, the shit just couldn't exist today. So when you see the one of the co-creators of the show have a moment like that but then the more brilliant part is sit in that moment and have a back and forth a dialogue with somebody who is offended and go yo why are you offended and instead of fit said a person that's offended goes yo i think i'm just being wild sensitive right now because <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't really know why i'm offended <laughs> yeah like i was originally angry but that but that anger wasn't out of like anything for myself, it was actually the perception that it would go across online. Right on now. on like, live, like, like there's a lot of people looking at this right now. Yeah, and there's a lot of people watching. Going to now perceive me a certain 
Like that's that's really where that anger came from. It wasn't anything personal that he actually felt to his core. Like he knows what he is. He knows if he is or if he isn't. Yeah. So that's not where that's not where the anger came in. That it was it was simply that there's a lot of people liking that page right now, and they were you know <laughs> they, they were gonna think a certain way about that. So that's where that anger came from. But I just love the fact that Dave stayed right in his space with that shit. Like. And, and, and John Mayer tried to walk it all the way back, and Dave was like, no, no. I, I'm not changing anything that I said. I can talk about your offense to it, yeah. but I'm not changing anything that I said. Like, if you're going to start curating like what, a, what a, a comedian can say, then we're all doomed. So, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. And you, and you, know, you know what people are going to say to us, G? It's like, yo, what if, what, if, what if somebody was saying something about some black shit? And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be on the same type of time. I man, let's have a conversation about it, like like real shit. And then like, oh, you just saying that? No, nah, that's dead. That's how I feel. But guess but also, what? But also, but, I don't think people understand how many of those situations we've been in already. Exactly. Like, like to exactly. get to this point, like to get to this point, we would have to have uncovered. Like Dog. I, I went to school in an in all, Spokane, like, nigga. complete area. Like that's that, like I'm... I was right next door to Idaho, where we was playing re- relocating. Like Man. bro, I've been, I've been in all those situations, bro. Like that, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here today with these views. And that's if what I'm not going through that exactly. And that's what small small minded people forget to forget to inca- forget to calculate it all. It's like, oh, you wouldn't be saying that, dog. I went to school in Ashland, Oregon, nigga. The, K- the up in, up until the the mid nineties, the KKK was still marching through that motherfucker. Like right. that's facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I didn't see some shit already. So this offense that you speak of, I just don't operate from the same space. And also, and also, people got to stop doing that too. Like that's that's the that's the the way that we're all going to be able to move forward is that you got to stop generalizing everyone off of exactly. the plight, the plights of your like skin color or what the views are, what from. they identify with sexually. Yeah, if whatever. Y'all don't, if y'all don't, exactly. hey, I know we ain't supposed to say it, but if y'all don't stop doing that shit, comparing being fucking gay to black, yo, I'm so bro, sick of that, that shit. shit got to stop. That bro. shit that's has to stop today. Now you have, now we have a bigger problem with that uh, than actually something yeah. like somebody actually saying something that had to do with race Man. or somebody actually saying something that had to do with sexual orientation. But to put them two together again, you have to stop it. <laughs> do Yo. that, go. They are not hand in hand. <laughs> Yo, I gotta stop that shit. Yo, that shit that don't nothing bother me more than that. It's like, yo, I I, now, I, I rewatched now, sexual, the. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Now, sec- now sexual orientation did. Come, did come around a little bit later like it's been around for a long time but the movement for it came around later and it has already surpassed as far as the achievements in the, in, the, in, the, in the yeah in the, in the progress has been able to make in some the of the progress rights, has nigga. been way quicker and better than the actual race one so we can talk about that but no, nobody want to talk we're, about we're that, not though. talking about conjoining the two and saying that they're one of one as far as like any type of conversations don't do that yeah I was watching. Um, I rewatched Insecure this past week, just a uh, season three, just because, just, I, just because I'm, I'm like fascinated by the, by the, the writing of it. Like that show doesn't depend on any action or any like fabricate. Like it, it depends on like it just depends on like everyday shit, you know. And so I'm fascinated by that writing style. So I just wanted to watch it again. And there's a part in there where her, her gay coworker goes, "Yo, I speak for the gays. You speak for the blacks." And it's like, "Yo, like that shit happens." <laughs> and I know people think that's satire and like that's some some exaggeration. No, gay people say that shit. Yeah, and mean it. Like really be meaning that shit. I'm talking wild well, right now. Well, we're we're in, I know I know, and, and I was about to piggyback to it. I don't know if you want to go that far down that rabbit. 
<laughs> no, let's make it. Let's make a hard left real quick. Uh, All right, man. Shit, fuck it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, something we something also we've been covering too since the beginning of the show is like how bullshit um, the Warriors franchise is. And and people always get that confused with us having hate for the players. No, I actually love all of the players that they have. Like Boogie Boogie might be my fucking spirit animal. KD when he not in his uh his uh his fucking burner Twitter account mode is actually one of the, the niggas I like to watch play. Uh and I and I just like I would love watching Clay ball. Like like I just like he's like a two like talk in terms of just two way players, like I like watching him like I like watching him play. And then some of the niggas they have off the bench from Jordan Bell, like I like a lot of their players, I really enjoy watching play. So it's not it has never has anything to do with the players, it's the infrastructure, and like how how tone deaf they've been. I didn't hear you say anything about Steph Curry, man. Don't do that. I, I, purp- I purposely was trying. To- <laughs> what an asshole! I purposely. I, I didn't hear you say anything about. No, I, I purposely was trying to slide <laughs> past because I, I fuck with I fuck with Steph. I just in in my my beef with my beef with the the brand of Steph Curry is never no, anything I, I to do. With, it's about. not it's nothing to do with Steph because I like watching Steph play. It's just like ah, uh, let's not do that right now. It's not Steph's fault. It's 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 not Steph's it's fault not, at all. It's not Steph's fault. Uh, but the the the, the franchise right. So how tone deaf they are. Like L, you're East Oakland native. Like I don't know. And I know people around the world don't know what that means when they talk about Oakland. East Oakland is completely fucking different than the rest of the Bay Area in its entirety. But East, it's, East Oakland is the last of Mohicans, man. It's, it's still the same out there. That would be the last piece to gentrify. East Oakland's the only the only part of Oakland that they can't fully just go in there and gentrify because niggas in the te- in the East ain't having that shit. Like like let's let's just put that out there, right? Um. So, in terms of like like actual coordinates of where Oracle Arena s- sits. That's technically East Oakland. Am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's pretty much yeah. That's that's like in the seven seventy area, sixty sixty. Yeah, right, right, right around there. Okay, it's about, it's, about, it's about twenty blocks away. So just in terms of being like like they like the Warriors owners and their franchise, they get tone deaf of the century, right? And and the reason I can say that is because we talked about it on the show not too long ago when Steve Kerr was at, he was asked in an interview about the Raiders moving to Vegas. And he goes, it's just such a shame for the community that they would be going to Las Vegas of all places. And now, and I, I had to stop and make sure everybody in the room was hearing the same thing that I heard. It's like, nigga, y'all are moving to San Francisco. That may as well, that's actually worse than going to Vegas, going to San Francisco. And, and for some reason for them not to be calculating that, which is so sad. But even before that though, the Warriors have always, all, like the, the the games have always been lit because the Warriors are always going to have some players you love watching to play. Whether it was Gilbert Arenas, whether it was fucking Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, Monte Ellis, like they were always going to have some players that we enjoyed. Fucking uh, fucking Jason Richardson, like 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 we they had some players that we we enjoyed watching right for the most part. So the games were always going to be lit. Um, Larry Hughes. Larry fuck can't forget Larry Hughes. Like fuck. Um, and so as the as the culture started turning in terms of them being a, a powerhouse in the West and shit and winning hella games, you saw you saw this is and it's sim- and it and it's it's no mistake that that happens at the same time as the the tech the the, uh, the tech boom. So now inflation of prices are happening because of how much how much money is there altogether and then and then the people that have been 
patroning these, this establishment and keeping the culture around it fun, bright, and like hip, for a lack of a better terms, are being priced out. Not moved out, but priced out. It's a diff- there's a difference. And I, and I, know, people, I know people are going to ask, like, yo, what is the difference? There's a, there's a difference for sure. So the people that have been keeping it cool, like that have, that have made that establishment cool, are completely priced out. And so now you got to insert. Now you insert a new type of fan, and so that new type of fan ain't the type of fan that's been sitting there, sitting through all the losses and shit that are gonna go hard now that niggas is winning. And so, and so, money on average. How many? How, how long you think them fans been out here, man? Um, how how, how many championships the Warriors won? Is, is it three or four? Three. They got three, man. They got three. Um, so, but that's what I'm saying. It's right. The tech boom and these new fans are like they literally align together. So I'm gonna go the last three to five years. Yeah, that's about right. Right. So I go, now, I, go, I, go I go about five years. They've been out here. Yeah, but so about five five years, those fans have been going to those games, and and the turnover because because of how the turnover works in Silicon Valley is like a lot of people aren't here that long. Like they come, they come do their shit. They start a new business and they move somewhere else and, and get it cracking somewhere else because they've they seen the blueprint that works here. Now they're going to fucking Portland to do it. They're going to Seattle to do it. They're going to Detroit to do it. They're 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 all over the place. Uh, fucking spot on. They're 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 taking said model that worked here and they're going to insert it in other different places that the the prop the property value is extremely low so they can get in for pennies on the dollar and build that shit up. Like it, it's what's happening. I know niggas don't know that, but hey, we're here, we're here. To, that's what the show's for. Um, so now the Warriors are, you know, they're coasting because they're like, yo, we kind of, we kind of like are stacked. We got five all-stars in our starting lineup. We not hit, we not coming to play every night. So the nights that we really don't have that energy, y'all, if y'all could turn up for us, it'd be Gucci, but y'all don't have them type of people in y'all crowd. And unfortunately, luckily my nigga Clay is the only one with enough, with enough balls to say this shit. Bro, I, talk, fuck with, I fuck with Clay hella tough. I fuck, with Clay, I fuck with Clay, Clay more than Clay I fuck is a person. Clay is a person I can still rock with off that squad. Yeah. I, I can't say for the rest of the squad, but at least Clay, I can say, is being him at all times, and I rock I rock with Clay. Well, Clay Clay kind of solidified how we feel about him because of how how candid he was in that press conference going, yo, our fans are shit, man. And he and he said it, so that's how... And, so because, and because of the words that he used and how he said it... That's how I know them niggas talk about it in the locker room on the bus and in the in the gym and shit when it's just them. Like so, so they not tone deaf. Like the players, the players at the very least aren't tone deaf, which means the organization has some idea because they probably they brought it up. So Warrior fans, when y'all lose four of them niggas, because it's probably gonna be four of them, maybe maybe just three, but it's probably gonna be closer to four. Don't be surprised at that at at it, at it being because of y'all tone deaf ass owners and GMs in that in that facility for doing silly shit and completely shitting on the people that help make that place, and that shit happens all around the world in different industries where we make some hot, they get hot, and then they go fuck you by doing some shit and serving people that were never there for them. That's what the Warriors represent. So I I, I get asked that question all the time, yo, how you from the Bay and you're not a Warriors fan, nigga? That's how. They shit on us. This don't have nothing to do with the players. I love the players. But the organization completely shit on us when we were the one. Nigga, me, moms would take me to them games every weekend. Because the, the nosebleed seats was $15. And you get popcorn mm-hmm. and a soda at the mm-hmm. And then you can move courtside by, by second quarter, basically. Cause oh, man. Real shit. And had that. Nah, and, they, uh, exactly, man. That's what. 
what you got to understand is that, that you really got to get a grasp on what product is, what product placement is, and uh, and like the real money game that's being played, and just understand that you are essentially a pawn in that. So you are basically you are you are you are a piece to this a piece of this pie that that was needed to be um, leveraged in a certain location that you were able to or they were able to, and now they no longer are going to need you. Yeah. So when they complain about these fans that are not providing the energy that they are, that they're accustomed to um, in order to like pick up the pieces on their already five all-star starting lineup. Yeah. uh, Then what they're essentially saying is that, well, I can tell you where your where your fans are, like where the ones that you were talking about. <laughs> they can't they're, afford to get in this motherfucker. <laughs> bro, they're they're paying twenty dollars for two drink tickets at a bar in downtown Oakland. Yeah. Like that that's where your fans are. Like yeah. your fans are now lo- have been relocated to their local bar paying paying for, for drink tickets in a in a bar that's not large enough to hold all of them. Exactly. So that, that's where they are. That's, that's where they're located. So you, if you go to any one of those, you can hear that crowd for for uh, for blocks. Yep. Like you hear that crowd all the way down the street from another place that you're at, and that's where that that vibe is at. That vibe yeah. is no longer going to be inside of that gym. So hey, yep. it's it's only going to get worse. Like they they uh, there was a there, there was a guy that um they were talking with or somebody was talking with and um his 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 seats down low. Or uh, we're a hundred thousand huh. uh, at this current at this current gym, at this current gym. And how then, much? How much uh, are they going to be in San Francisco? In, in order to keep them going over to San Francisco, you had to pay over six hundred grand. Jesus Christ! Jesus. So that's how much the inflation was going to the next gym. So good luck with these regular t- with the, with the like the normal tickets in that inside of that gym. Ooh. As well as trying to get to that motherfucker, you're like trying to get I, to I, that. I, I, how do you think they about to get to that? Gym? I don't. I don't All know. Right, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm out. I'm, I've been out. <laughs> I've been out. As soon as they pulled that bullshit with Mark Jackson, I was. I was kind of off that wave. Because um, the right, the writing was on the wall at that point. Um, what we got, G? We got. We only got a couple talk, hot topics left. I, how how much about R. Kelly and Michael? Do we want to insert in any of this episode at all? None. Do we need to stay away from it? Uh, I think I'm R. Kelly and Michael out. Okay, I'm I'm with you. There's just some on, new- only because my 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 views have not changed whatsoever. Gotcha. Like, whatsoever, like I think a lot of people probably have. Yeah. Uh, just given like the how the how these documentaries and how like the the press has been afterwards, yeah. like how it's been covered. Yeah. That that might sway a lot of views, but mine has been pretty consistent with both of them. And I don't think as much more I can actually add to the topic. That's fair. And I'm with you on that. Um so you have you got a topic here that I don't know what the hell this shit is. Uh Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, that was the uh that was the group that uh, that paid for their oh nigga <laughs> why you didn't say that we should have talked about that <laughs> shit earlier <laughs> oh that shit if it wasn't such a sad start to the podcast that would have led it because it was it would it would have highlighted so much about just like how white people operate bro and how how petty they all are and how I'm here for all their pettiness um, are people really surprised that that. That folks been paying to get their kids in the in the school in the like in the like prestigious schools. The niggas, bro, they 
they covered that shit like they get like that shit came out of left field. And you're like, how how in the hell could this ever happen? How did this go underneath our noses? Well, it, but it was how people. Dare they? It was people covering it <laughs> that were either people that their parents paid for them to go to particular schools, or at, at least they knew somebody. So I'm just like, I'll be blown away at shit like that when the world acts surprised about some shit that's been going on that we all are in, like, like we all collectively have an idea about. I, th- I think collectively it was a reason. It was a way for you to get into like your uh, into your eye would have never thought back. Oh, like, you could definitely do that and be like, and that and they they took they took it from a from somebody that was underprivileged that could have. Oh, <laughs> here y'all go. Now y'all care. Like, like that's the space that you could definitely you could occupy in this in this whole argument. Like that, that was a good way to get it off. I was dog. Like, like your, your quick your quick agreement bag. Just because like I thought of it. I thought of it more as. It's interesting that these are the celebrities that they decided to throw underneath the bus. Exactly. Like, because this was like a way to get the complete conversation away from the motherfucker that you really need to be talking about. Yeah. Like, how all of Harvard and all the Ivy League schools are filled with people who have been through the same lineage over and over, over and, and over, over again. And over. Yeah. Like, how do you think they get into that school? We're talking like, about generations of kids at those that occupy those Ivy League schools. Bro, and, and, and their parents are wealthy what, like, like loaded loaded we're so, not talking about being on the tv series we're yeah. talking about they are wealthy so this so this was this was the people that you could for sure throw underneath the bus right these these names were just good enough for you to get riled up and completely not worry about the real situation of who the hell is actually getting this shit done like who's actually <laughs> pulling, the, pulling the strings and making up most of these top-notch schools but it's so it's it's all white collar crime They'll pay a fine, and and that'll kind of be it. And so the like the sacrifice of it was like so 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 this is how it works. Like the business of law enforcement works. There's a negotiation. Hey, I'll turn myself in. This is what it'll be. Bet, and then and then it'll 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 kind of blow over and phase out, and then no one will talk about it again. But there's a there's a there's such a greater deep dive, whereas. The federal case in and around the NCAA, when you look at the faces who eventually went down for that and how much and how much of an impact their, you know, their reputation, how much time served and all the shit that they had to do for moving around 50, 50, 50,000 at the most to some kids that actually need it, man. It's, it's all it's all real sick. The NCAA and like the college in general, the business of college needs to be looked into. And they always want to talk about the NCAA because it I, dog. To hot to to forge, to forge crew scholarships is the funniest white shit I've ever seen in my life, bro. I I used to actually date somebody that was on the crew team. <laughs> like when I was at school, and best believe, nigga, I did not see her. <laughs> From, I didn't see her the entire like. I probably saw her like within like a. Uh, a two-hour span at night, through the night, and then like wouldn't see her again for like a week, bro. The, the, the crew schedule was unbelievably. So it's the it's the most brilliant place to hide to hide some some. Bro, some... it does like the crew schedule is so freaking crazy. Like I don't get like how people ever put themselves up with that. I used bro. to be a machine. And I hated to do the most in the gym when I was hurt. They would make you get on that damn crew machine, and, and that's how you get that's how you get your cardio up, bro. I would rather run on a broken leg, bro. 
<laughs> but gee, it's hella funny though because they were talking about forging scholarships, and the homie went, "Wait, how do you forge a scholarship?" I was like, "Bro, think about like how many niggas is on the hoop team and the football team, and then they talk about the women's hoop team and like soft like the like as you get down the tier." the less recognizable those athletes come. And so you can be fully on campus, my nigga, and never see the crew the crew players at all. Like 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 at the like, like the crew team at all. And I just guessed it was the crew the, the crew team, right? Bro, crew is like the is like the most underneath your nose spot that you would like they're they're hiding in plain sight. Like you'll see them and there'll be like a ghost figure on campus. Them and the crew in uh, cross country is the niggas you just walk right by. For sure, for sure. Bro, like it's impressive, but they they were going as far as like photoshopping their daughter's pictures into like the crew uh, team photos. Bro, that yeah. shit is that shit is comedy, bro. That might be the funniest shit ever. I'm I, I wish we would have we would have had that shit earlier in the show because I I just had so much to so much to say, just so many jokes because it was I was I was laughing at people that were like taken aback. It's like, wait, y'all didn't know that? Like, oh, y'all don't know about the business of college. The business of college is sick, man. Now nah, the best part though is like the USC uh, AD was like was blindsided by Operation Barstool. <laughs> bro, if you bro, tell me you can't say shit about being blindsided about anything that has to do with athletics. Do you feel me? Like, dog, you don't get to if you t- if you tell me you was blindsided, I for sure think you lying. Don't tell me. Don't say blindsided to me, bro. You know how wild bl- the word blindsided. Is? <laughs> Cause you would if you was if you say blindsided that mean you knew that shit was coming like you fully saw that shit. <laughs> don't tell me you don't bro, say blindsided. Bro, just, I'm gonna start throwing, I'm gonna start throwing out just blindsided and just see like what the reaction. Is. Oh man, like, oh hey, hey, bro, G. I was fully blindsided by that shit, bro. Like I don't even know what happened. See, like, I see how I that shit goes. I would have never bro. saw that shit coming. Like man, I was blindsided, bro. Oh man, we oh man we uh, what, what you got anything else? Uh, no. Besides the fact that the the one lady, I forgot which one it was though. It's two different ones. I think I think it was Aunt Becky. I think it was Aunt Becky's daughter. But Aunt Becky, you saw Aunt Becky's daughter video? Ah, bro, this chick that she has multiple videos online because she's a influencer. Oh, that's how they went down. I knew it. I knew it. She's an she's an influencer and a uh, like makeup something see person. but that's how so, petty uh, that's how petty so, white people are i knew it i knew it was some shit like that that brought them down bro, so so she so she's been saying like for for a while now like she's been like i don't care about school like fuck this shit like somehow some way they got me in school Jeez. i hate I, I hate this shit but all i want all i want to do is what i'm doing right now <laughs> like all i'm trying to do and I'm, all i'm trying to do when i'm at school is drink and party I'm gonna get back to this. This is what I'm gonna do long term. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be influencing, and that shit was hella funny to me because that's exactly what I was talking about when it came to that eight hour shutdown. Yep, like they would lose their goddamn minds. They can't be an influencer for eight hours. Gee, guess what? And guess what? She gonna get? She gonna get a full reality show off the shit. You said what? She gonna get a full reality show off the shit. You watch and see. Oh, bro, that's 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 the bad they want to. Bro, she was talking that she was talking like bro, like as she was at like the way she was talking. She ain't, she ain't never been like in her classes. Like she, <laughs> she ain't done one of her classes. Hey, bro. Like as soon um, as the internet popped off is when she was a part of like she was one with the internet. Bro. Um, Becky better be hot. All the shit we had to do to get you in here and you on here, you try to be a blogger, my nigga. But that's but that's the thing. So that's the part that people like they they keep talking about like a parent doing this. Why why would they do this for their parent for their daughter for their uh for their for their child? And then also the subject was. Why would a parent not do this if they had opportunity for their child? 
truthfully, nigga, this is all about the parents. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing the child. Nothing to do with the kid. Nothing child, to do with the kid at all. The child doesn't want to be in school. Exactly. Nigga, the only reason why they're in school is because it is a direct reflection of the parent. Like, yeah. the parent wants to go around with her circles that she makes her own money with. You get the and same. And talk about her, her amazing children that are, I just got them into school. Like, they didn't get them on, they didn't get on their own merits. No, but they can, so they can push it as if but, they got it off on their own merits. Hey, that's some real shit, though, that, that needs to be explored. It's like, yo, the, the, like the business of school and then how many kids are there so it so it can solidify their parents like like social status that's it and and that's where you see a lot of kids get fucked up get get into drugs and all kind of wild shit because they there trying to fulfill something that they can't necessarily fulfill that shit don't be for everybody man like I, i've seen I've, I've lost some like some real close friends behind that shit like not that they've perished or anything but like they like they something happened to them mentally and like chemically where they were never the same because that shit stressed them out so much. So school ain't for everybody. That shit is not, that shit is not bro. Like it's, but Hey, they, it's going to keep, it's going to take place though. So it is what it is. But I just had to get that one off. Nah, I, I, was like, I was like that. I was like, those videos was hilarious. Bro. Nah. She was literally like, I ain't got nothing. Like I ain't trying to do none of this shit. Like, I am for show. I am an influencer. Y'all know what I do. Y'all know what I be doing on this. Y'all know what the y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all know what y'all know. Y'all know what time I be on, bro. Like she said it. She said it with so much confidence, nigga. Like I've been rich my whole life. What the hell you think I need school for? That see, that's my see. That's my that's my shit. When niggas get to telling the truth, y'all know what the vibes is. I ain't going to class. Fuck out of here. Bro, the truth bag is the best, bro. Man. Just tell me the truth, bro. We can we can get something from the truth. Bro. I could fully I could fully rock with you if you out here telling the truth. We good. I I, I respect it. Like nigga, just tell me what's up. That's it. Like stop acting as if it's something else. Stop acting as if oh yeah I was no. It should have been out like yeah I've been on I've been doing the cruise ship this whole time and like I've been like trying to I've been doing well in school and I got a three point nine. You ain't got shit. You, you ain't got shit. Cool. <laughs> Ain't going to class, man. Yeah, going to class. You got a good ass GPA in partying. Like you got all the, you got you probably a part of the sororities and shit. You probably a part of that lifestyle, but you ain't been you ain't been in no classes. Exactly. Oh man, fucking a. We do it. We did it again, G. We offended hey, we offended man. some people, and we and we did a, did a, did a podcast. Hey man, that is like that's that's starting to become our staple, man. We all we about we about this offense shit. Hey, what 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 would it be for if we didn't offend nobody? Y'all welcome. We'll see. Hey, but we'll see y'all next week. We know you coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm he- I'm hella excited too. We uh we did settle on something for our 50th episode. Don't want to say it yet. Just kind of want to spring it up, spring it on y'all. Um, but what you nah what nah we'll just spring it on you. We'll figure G and I'll figure it out amongst ourselves. But we're excited. We're excited to share something special with y'all. We just got to figure out how we want to do that shit. So. Um, it's has been another week of Meet the Brave. I'm your host, Monty Draper. And I am LG. And we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.